What's up, y'all? I just wanted to freestyle this podcast today. I don't, I have a specific topic, you know, and if you're new to this platform, usually I post Monday and Friday, and I haven't been on it for a while because I've been really building an abundance of content, and I just want to be more consistent, and my issue is just scheduling, making sure that I have enough content to post. But whatever the case is, y'all, you know, my name is Gravity. This is my stay level podcast. And yesterday I had this uh, idea, you know, and I was just, well, not idea, but I was thinking about how much I miss breaking when I first started breaking. Like, where where has time gone, you know? Like, I started in 2006, and between 2006 and 2010, I operated on just passion, no motive. I knew that I couldn't afford to go to the gyms. I knew that I could not, you know, I didn't know how I was going to get home. I knew that I wasn't going to win, and I wanted to battle the people that did win. The only way I could do it was battling them in the cypher. Um, some people consider me at the like on top, you know, and I don't consider myself that. I never have. I've always been the underdog. No matter what, even if I won, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe I won. And to this day, I still have that feeling. There's people out there that winning to them is normal. And they, they're like, I can't believe I lost, you know. And so I just wanted to be honest and, and speak about some of the things that I miss and speak about some of the things that I've noticed in the scene. And I miss operating on just passion with breaking. You know, now that I have kids, my 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 passion is somewhere else, you know, and I remember what it felt like to wake up every day thinking about breaking. I remember what it felt like to, you know, go throughout my whole day writing down moves and trying them in random places because I didn't want to forget the move or what it looked like and the concept or, you know, and I I remember coming up with a footwork concept with, uh, with one of my, you know, crewmates back in the day. And ugh, back in the day sounds old too. And anyway, you know, like I just, you know, my why back then was I just wanted to be good. So I would do things like I would even try tumbling passes, flip off of things. And I would never do these things anymore. Like I would never, it was not even worth it. You know, but when I was younger, I went for these moves. I was fearless. You know, the tumbling passes, the things that I flipped off of, I was fearless. And I always said if I had a TV show from when I was a kid to now, I would be famous. I'd be having a super successful freaking channel. But, you know, do you guys remember, and let me know, you know, do you remember what it was like when you first started your passion and you realized that's what you wanted to do for the rest of your life? A lot of us are starving artists. A lot of us are, you know, aiming and striving to be who we want to be. And we know we struggle daily. It's a hard, it's a hard deal. You know, I'm 30 years old and I thought, man, I would have been where I should have needed to be already, you know, but I realized, yo, 30 years old, I'm so fucking young, you know, and it doesn't mean I can take my time. I think I work harder now more than ever. I think I I fill my day up more now than ever with meaningful things before it was meaningless things. And so there's like a give and take. Although I operated on passion, I wasn't as smart as I am now. Now I'm as smart as I am and I don't operate off passion anymore. My passion is different. Like before I just, I felt like I was, like now I just feel like back then in the, like in 2006 and 2010, I was just worth a move. All I was worth was whatever moves I brought with me. Now I'm just worth so much more. And I want to die knowing that I was worth more than a double backflip. 
I wanna, I wanna die knowing I was worth more than a crazy moment in a breaking battle. It's not what I wanna be remembered for. You know, I wanna be remembered for, you know, innovating some crazy things in the world, like creating a facility that only you can find, like the only place you can do what you do there is at my facility where that I've created for the scene and, and for myself. And, you know, I wanna create businesses and a brand that makes people feel incredible and that's really what Gravity TV is. I, you know, it started off as it started off about me, my my YouTube channel, and uh, I still post content that has to do with me. But I love filming other people and and collaborating collaborating with other people and like making other people feel good. And I like creating content for other people. And you know, Gravity TV is more than it's more of a platform for the scene. Um, but obviously the scene is not crazy supportive, which is fine, you know, uh, but you know, for those that are supportive, it's so appreciated. And for those who are supportive, you know, I love to share and support everything they do. I think the Gravity TV fam is like, it's a really dope circle and a dope movement. And so that's one thing that I've created. And then my clothing line that I've, that I'm creating and, you know, like the things that I'm doing obviously are more grown man moves compared to when I was a kid with no responsibility. But I even noticed that in the scene, even the adults, when I first started breaking, those guys went for the gusto. They were going for the crazy moves. And I believe it's because there weren't so many moves out when I first started breaking. So they would take one move and how many different ways can they flip it? Nowadays, you can pick and choose what moves you want. And I think that's why we lack individuality. It's because people aren't taking moves and flipping them. They're just seeing the moves and saying, I want to do that one. And then they just do it. And honestly, I just, you know, the people that win nowadays, and it's no offense to these guys, you know, they've accomplished some crazy things. They just, they don't impress me because I know they didn't create that move. You know, touching your hand on a move doesn't mean that, you know, you, you killed it. You didn't create it. You just did a windmill and you grabbed your hand. Like that, certain things don't impress me. There was no effort. A lot of people don't put the effort in creating. They put the effort in just taking a move or just learning a move, which is still difficult, you know. But And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not something I can compare myself to. You know, I hold myself at a different uh, standard, a different place, you know, and it's not above anybody. It's just literally in my own lane. And I've realized that I no longer am striving to be better than everybody. I'm striving to continue to be an individual within my dance. And I hope, you know, people throughout the years can find their individuality. But, you know, I just personally was thinking about this yesterday and I was like, man, like, I really miss breaking when I first started breaking. Not because, not just because the scene was different, but because I was a different person and my reason behind why I did things was very different. And my my work ethic, man, I was training every day, seven days a week, five, six hours a day, going to different practice spots, traveling as far as I could with different people that I've never practiced with before because I knew that being around different people, and I don't know how I knew this, but I knew being around different people was going to get me better. It was like a natural instinct. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I put myself out there and I... And I wasn't afraid. There was no such thing as fear. And now I'm more safe. Breaking is really pretty and safe now. And everybody has to drop on the dime on a beat. And, you know, I'm more, I'm more safe now too. And I don't, I hate that about myself, you know. 
I want to be like that raw figure I was, you know, and um, it's just hard to get there just because I don't want to get hurt. That raw figure that I was was going for the gusto. I was going for like, instead of a double gyro, I was going for triple gyros, you know, instead of doing a double back on hard floor, I was going for full and back outs, you know, instead I was doing these one hand air flares, my elbows are killing me now, you know, like I was just going for the gusto on these flips and these lands and these dives and these slides that they just don't make sense to me now, you know. And so, you know, I just want to be worth more than a move. And, and I think that's where my passion lies now. And I feel so good about life. But I do have those days where I miss, I totally miss being that passionate kid that thought about nothing but breaking. Damn. I hope you guys like this uh, podcast, y'all. Excuse me, I just burped. But I hope you guys like this podcast. I wanted to keep it super funky. I miss posting every day. Oh, actually, every Monday and Friday. But at least we're starting today on a Monday. Comment, share this podcast. Let me know what you guys think. Find me on Instagram. You know, it's Gravity. There's like four underscores, and then it's official. But, you know, whatever the case is, it's Gravity underscore 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 official. Or... You guys can message me on GraviTV, G-R-A-V-I-T-V, y'all. Thank you so much. Love my GraviTV family. Post a story today. Holla at your boy. Let me know your thoughts. What do you miss most about when you first started your passion? Whether it was breaking, painting, writing, filming, you know, photos, whatever it was. What do you miss most about it? And why aren't you doing it? Catch you on the next episode, y'all. Stay level. I can honestly say that I've probably been closer to losing everything than I have been closer to success. That is a hard fact, but I've been closer to losing everything, everything, than I have been closer to success. What's the deal, y'all? I'm Gravity, and you're listening to my podcast, Stay Level. If you're new to this platform, welcome to the Stay Level family, y'all. Every Monday and Friday, I discuss a variety of experiences in my life that have helped me grow to be the person I am today. Well, currently. Every day I'm changing, yeah? Today I want to discuss, and it's a real one, y'all. This is a, this is a very, very much real one, but that work-life balance. That work-life balance is hella difficult. Like, it's very hard when you when you have that momentum and you got the freaking the ball rolling on a plan, an idea, um, a business, anything. When you have the ball rolling, it's really it's really hard to slow down. Not everybody's going to be up to speed with you. Not everybody's going to want to catch up and not everybody's going to want to go in your direction. But there's people in your life that are important to you that deserve your time. And, it's, and, and you have to be able to distinguish who deserves your time. The truth is, my kids and their mother deserve all of my time. And I have caused so much toxicity in my relationship because I did not give my family the time they deserve when the momentum was rolling in the very beginning. So imagine, you know, I'm young, I'm having kids, I have a lady, she's freaking home with the kids, and then I'm out battling every weekend, and then I would win, and then I would celebrate and party at clubs and go crazy, and I would do all this, and then I would neglect what was going on at home. I mean, I'm, I always, excuse me, I burp hella hard right now, but uh, 
I always like, I would come home, be a good dad, I felt like, but I was never being a good spouse because I felt like my kids are my priority and then my, you know, breaking and then Bianca, you know, like that is messed up. And it was like that for a while, but I didn't realize that that's how I was treating it. I, I thought that I was treating my kids and their mother with the utmost, you know, everything. I felt like I gave them everything. I felt like I was providing everything. But the truth is, I was not that good of a father slash spouse because I couldn't balance, you know, I needed to be at practice seven days a week, five hours a day. And then I was tired and then getting to practice and then competitions. And sometimes it was more than five hours. And then I'd come home and I just didn't want to do shit. I'd play video games. And, you know, like I didn't realize what I was losing as I was losing it because I thought it was just there. You know, they're not going anywhere. I'm not doing nothing wrong. I'm working hard here. And, you know, you have to find that work balance because at the end of the day, no matter how hard you work, you still have to work hard for your family. I think that over the years I've learned this, but it still wasn't good enough because I still was neglecting and then my relationship became very toxic and then really rough to recover from such a thing and then you start to blame the relationship on why you're not happy not realizing that you're the one who created that issue now this is a real life experience y'all this is something that most people wouldn't even understand or know that i'm that i'm actually going through it or that i've been through it a lot of the times we just see the beautiful things that happen on social media and you know, I really want to keep it super funky on my podcast, and it's it really helps me stay leveled. Even speaking about it helps me stay leveled, y'all. Like, this is real life stuff right here, you know. And work balance is difficult, y'all. Work balance with home and everything—it's very hard because when you have tunnel vision and you build momentum, you want to just keep working hard, and you feel like you give everything your energy. Well, I only got enough energy for this because I'm so focused on this. You have to realize nobody's asking for thousands of hours, a, you know, at a time from you. You know, most people don't, you know, you don't have to give that home. All it is that when you do give the energy at home, it's all the energy. There's no, there's no side focus. And that has helped me tremendously, y'all, because now here I am doing what I've been doing for 13 years. And within the last year, a lot of momentum has been picking up. But I've realized that even though there's this momentum, the momentum means nothing if I'm not happy at home. If I'm not happy at home, it makes it harder for me to work. And I used to think that I need I needed to be selfish in order to succeed because nobody's gonna you know, nobody loves my dreams the way I love them. Nobody wants to succeed in my life the way I want to succeed. So in order for me to succeed and provide what I want to provide I need to be selfish and focus on making myself happy. I needed to be selfish and focusing on training my body and and you know dancing and battling competing in my image and my personal brand and social media and all these things started to matter so that I can succeed and yes I've gained some good success off of what I've done but it was it's never worth losing everything. And then when you come back home and you're like, yo, I did this, this, and this. And everybody's like, yeah, F you, dude. We haven't seen you in a while. When you're here, you're not really here. You know, and it's not, it's almost not worth it. And all it would have taken was maybe an hour a day of just my undivided attention. And so, you know, now I'm 30. 
And in this last year, I feel like I've really been trying to give my family, uh, my kids especially, that that time that they deserve and kind of make up for some lost time that I've had. I, I don't think that I've ever been a bad dad, but I definitely don't think that I've given the amount of attention my kids deserve at one time. I've always been distracted. I've always had multiple things happening at one time, answering emails, answering phone calls, checking my social media, doing this, all while I'm hanging out with my kids and watching a movie and my phone, you know, gets a text message from my team and we got to get ready to go to another event. Like it's really, it's so much happening, but just to disconnect is okay. And I've really been on that disconnect tip where I try to put my shit down and, you know, spend at least you know, a couple hours a day with my kids undivided attention. It's mainly before we go to bed in the evening, you know, and um, I've realized that the more attention I give my kids, <laughs> the less they kind of leave me alone and let me work. And which is funny, right? Because like, if they really just don't want me to work, they will totally stop me from doing that. They will make it so difficult, but then I get mad, right? But if I just gave them attention, they would leave me alone. And so I've learned throughout the years these things, like if I just give my kids all my energy for for as long as it takes, like let's just say, I'm not saying I'm gonna spend 10 hours with my kids today because then my energy is gonna be drained by the time I get to hour 10. But if I can give my kids one hour of undivided attention, just give it all to them right there, they would leave me alone, no problem. No doubt about it, they would leave me alone and let me work. And I think uh, even with a relationship, just a, an hour a day, just to be like, yo, talk and disconnect from the world. And, you know, I think that really helps. And I noticed that I'm way happier and I work way harder and I'm way more successful throughout the day when I have a happy home and I can work with no stress. But when stress builds up and I trust me, y'all, listen, I've built up so much toxicity. I've built, man, I've done so much dirt and messed up so many times and neglected my family and my spouse and it's just like I've done these things because I've had tunnel vision not realizing that I was harming people like this you know and it it makes things really difficult in your life y'all so it's really important that we find that work life balance you know I understand that in today's day and age more people are becoming their own brand more people have learned how to financially support themselves through their own passion compared to now people with nine to fives and as people build these momentums where this momentum where they can legit make a living off of their own personal you know dream we start to get lost in what's important because we're achieving things that most people didn't deem possible and it really does take a toll on your family, especially if they don't have as much going on as you do. Or, man, if they just really deserve. You have to be very careful on who you give your time to. You know, I legit will not hang out with people because I feel like, you know what, I can give my family this time. I legit will do that now. I, I have no reason to hang out with regular, like, just friends anymore because... I have so much stuff going on that if I can hang out, if I can hang out right now, I might as well go do that with my family. They deserve it more. And so really finding that priority is so important, man. It's so important. It's prioritizing and giving your family or whomever is in your life at that time at home, you know, 
X amount of attention, X amount of time so that you can, it honestly, it just feels so much better, you know, when things at home are good. And so I've learned that my work-life home balance is, is my priority. Like I know what success needs to look like. I know what my success looks like. I have you know, I, it's like I'm on freaking autopilot. I have tunnel vision. I already know what I got to do and what I'm on my way doing. But there's things that I can do to spe- speed up this process, which is finding that proper balance so that I don't have anything to worry about at home. If I don't have anything to worry about at home, things are taken care of, everybody's happy, we good, then shit, I'm, I'm on my way. Like, let me go, let me go work, you know? Like, let me go do this and let me get this work in and then come back and do it again with them, you know? That way... You know, like I could just, it just gives me better energy throughout my day, throughout my process, throughout my projects. And so work balance, man, listen up, y'all. It's so important. It literally is a component for success. It, 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 success don't happen without proper balance. I've realized this. Now, mind you, I'm not the most successful man on the planet, but I, I am on my way towards some pretty successful events in my life and I just think to myself when does the most successful things happen to me and it just happens to me when I when I know how to have that balance of course there's times where I lose focus on the balance because there's so much momentum happening but when I find that balance I notice so many more things go better for me and so it was something I wanted to share with you because I've noticed that I noticed so many people really aiming to live their life and not everybody's getting there right away, right? But when you do start to get there, make sure you have that balance because listen up, y'all. You don't you won't even realize it. You won't even realize it and you it's very difficult to gain some like gain something back after destroying it or breaking it or or hurting it, you know? So, that's it's really it's really helped me stay leveled, y'all. So, thanks for listening in. Hope you guys have an amazing Friday, and I hope your 4th of July was as great as mine, man. I really got to just kick it with my family and friends, and um, we cooked, and we freaking swam, and we danced, and there was music, and it, fireworks. It was just so epic, man. It was such a good time to have the family together, y'all. So just want to let you guys uh, in on a little experience that I've had in my life, and uh, stay level. Go catch you on the next one. Stay leveled. I'm trying to figure this shit out, y'all. I'm going to get it, though. All right? Peace.